Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. This week's episode features a video coach. Yes, a video coach. Amanda Horvath is the first ever non-artist ever to be interviewed on this podcast, and that is because I am a strong believer in using video within your art business. I was so excited to talk to Amanda because she's someone who has a completely different perspective than I on the art business. She's looking at it from the outside. She's not in the art niche, which makes it for a really great outsider's point of view on things. Meaning when we talked about different video ideas that artists should create, it started with Amanda just asking me questions that she didn't know the answer to. Which, if you think about it, her questions are probably similar, if not the same questions that our customers are asking themselves. And our customers sometimes will ask us and sometimes they just sit there and wonder and they're too shy to ask us. So these are probably the questions that we should start to make videos over, right? (laughs) And Amanda helped clarify this. So this is a very unplanned conversation. So you'll hear a lot of us coming up with ideas on the fly and working through good and bad topics and just kind of seeing what sticks. This is very real idea generating conversation. And in the end, we come up with an idea or two or three. And Amanda even gives us full on scripts for these videos. The girl is awesome. (laughs) She's done this a time or two. She knows her thing about video. And so we come up with these topics to create videos about. And you'll hear the one that I'm, I'm about to create. But And if I'm creating it, I hope you create it as well. But as you go along, I hope that this conversation just helps to spark your own ideas about videos that you could create within your own art niche. 
So as we go through this, I really want you to just go with an open mind and just be thinking, what kind of videos could I create? Put aside that you're scared of video because we go over that topic actually first and foremost in here. We talk about, you know, confidence, showing up on video as, you know, your most authentic self and just ways to go about that. But I don't want you to think about that because <laughs> practice makes perfect. I want you to think about ideas that you could come up with for your own art business that might entertain your customer or inform them or all the different things. Anyway, I'm going to let Amanda take the reins on this. She is a great video coach and I'm so excited for this episode. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Amanda Horvath. So I'm so excited to have you on. If you could maybe start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the video field. Absolutely. So I ran a video marketing company for six years where I was actually the one shooting and editing videos for other people. And at at some point in time, I kind of felt this call to step in front of the camera for the first time and decided to listen to that call and overcome my personal fears that I had in terms of getting in front of the camera and getting comfortable. So in June 2018, I launched my own YouTube channel, and pretty much my life hasn't been the same ever since, and I'm a huge advocate for encouraging anyone else that has this same dream to step in front of the camera because of how much it's changed my life. So I went from running this video marketing business where I was working with one-to-one clients to eventually launching an online course. And this is my first year, 100% in the online course uh, business. And yeah, it's just been absolutely amazing. And the freedom that comes with it and everything, it's just like, so, so fine. So fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the freedom that comes with it too. Just like with, with being, being an artist or being in your, in business for yourself, it's like, nobody's telling you what to do. <laughs> and, and, and then on the, on the flip side of that, it's like, it's all on you. If something goes wrong, you have to fix it. But if something goes amazing, it's, it's on you as well. Okay. So true. So, um, okay. So how long did it take you just, just question to get comfortable on video? Let's talk a little about video confidence. Yeah. So when I first started, I actually started creating training videos for outsourcers in the Philippines for my agency. So when I was running the production company, I wanted to offload some of the editing work that I had and I would hire people in the Philippines and it would go really terribly. And so I kept having to pull like all nighters to fix the problems that they had And so I ended up stepping in front of the camera to film training videos. So it was a little bit easier at the beginning to, I was still incredibly fearful. Like you could literally hear my heart beating through the microphone when I was sitting in front of the camera talking and it was, but I did about probably 15 videos for that that never got released publicly. And then I met up with my, or my brother and I started doing like once per month, we're going to sit down and we're going to film several videos just to see kind of what comes out. And so we did that for a couple of months. Also, those videos never got released. (laughs) And so it was all just a matter of like practicing, getting comfortable to the point where eventually it was like, okay, I feel, I feel like pretty good about this. And I think I'm, I'm ready to run and make it happen. Uh, And so that's kind of when I started it. But now 
I have learned how to walk people through that journey so much faster than I personally did. And to the point where you could literally get comfortable now using this exact strategy within only 10 minutes. So I could share the strategy if you would like me Please to. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So the strategy for getting comfortable in front of the camera is that you're going and you, I mean, we're both going to encourage you to do this today, okay, you guys? Like you can make this happen. You can get comfortable. All you have to do is grab your phone, put it in front of, like put it down somewhere. You can stack it on a bunch of books if you want or whatever. Eye level is always going to make you look your best. So I highly recommend that. And then you're going to say the same phrase multiple times. And I'm going to give you several different exercises for how to do it. So you're going to say like, I'm Amanda Horvath and I'm testing out my on-camera personality. And you're going to say it first in your regular voice. So like, I'm Amanda Horvath. I'm testing out my on-camera personality, right? Like regular voice. <laughs> then you do it with 25% more excitement and you want to smile, ex like talk louder than you think you would talk typically uh, while doing it. And then 50% more excited. And this time you want to add your hands and move your shoulders and your head and just add movement. And then 75% excited and 100% like over the top, crazy excited watch it back and see what works best for you and what level of energy. So the whole goal here is to recognize that what feels ridiculous on camera doesn't actually look ridiculous. <laughs> I love that. You know, as you're talking, I'm like, I've never, I've never actually done this, but it would, it would have helped me a ton in the beginning too, because I started out very much like, hello, this is what I'm doing today. And this, you're going to like it. I promise. Okay. Bye. <laughs> exactly. And now like I'm almost, I'm so comfortable, especially with my students and my membership group. I just rewatched back because I, I was editing a video that I did with them. And I was like, don't care. I was a little loopy that, that night. And I was like, okay, that's a little over the top. But <laughs> so, as you're doing that, I'm like, I can like, from doing so much video in the past, I'm like, oh, I, I, I can see one that I've done too much. I've seen one that I've done not enough. And there's like a sweet spot in there. So yeah, you could fast track your success on video just by doing that. And I, I think I might even do that just so I can be, just so I can know. Yeah, exactly. It's so much, and it's like kind of fun to look back at and see, yeah, see the difference and see the change just within the amount of time that it takes to do that exercise. So I think that's the really powerful thing about it. It's just like how fast that transformation can happen. Awesome. Okay. So Instagram stories, let's get into video on that because like we had talked about, uh, your DMs can blow up if you do some really good video on Instagram story because people are seeing you, you know, you're telling a story in your stories likely. Um, and then people message a lot more than if you just share a photo or take a photo of your dinner or something. So let's talk about some Instagram story tips. Absolutely. So my top tips for Instagram stories is that you have to have a beginning, a middle, and an end to your story. So it's a story, right? You're not just shooting some random thing. So what the what I had recommended previous when, before we got cut off was <laughs> that if you have a friend across the country that you know that you'd love to keep in touch with, but it's you don't get on the phone that often. You can't be like constantly texting them, but you would love to know, have them know a little bit about your life. Well, think about Instagram stories as your 
you sharing what's happening to you on a day-to-day basis with that person. So I highly encourage all of you guys or gals to think about a friend that is across the world or on on the other side of the country. And when you're creating stories, create for that person. If there's like an audience member that you know, I would also recommend that because then it's like a certain audience, right? Um, But so what you're going to do is instead of just like posting one random photo of your meal, you're going to actually introduce the fact that like, oh, what's up, guys? I'm here. I'm cooking a meal and we're, we're making this tonight. And then you flip the story around because if you can kind of change up the straight to camera versus the flipped around angle and maybe add in some boomerangs in there. Like the more that you switch it up, the more dynamic your story is going to be. Um, So when people are just clicking through, say they want to like skip a little bit, everything looks different. That slows them down to where they actually want to watch because they feel it's like this feeling of missing out. So they'll actually like go back and like, watch your full story kind of thing. So what's up y'all today? We're cooking dinner and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. We're making (laughs) tacos, right? (laughs) Flip around the camera. You got all the taco layings like laid out. You get your, you know, your boyfriend on camera who, whatever, introduce whoever you're with. And then, um, maybe do a boomerang of like the sizzling pan or something like that flip it back around at the end once you're like all done with the meal be like "Mm -mm, so good whatever I don't know so so that like shows you how to make it more dynamic I love that and as you're saying that I remember last year I wanted to bake a cake for like one of the first times I like I baked a cake from scratch and then I wanted to decorate it like a uh, like an amazing like flowery stuff and I've never I had never done that before and so I was sharing it on my Instagram story I'm like look how much butter is in this like it's disgusting and blah, blah, blah. and then like and there were so many people who messaged me they're like I'm really invested in your cake story <laughs> I need to know how it turns out because they usually see me paint things they're like I think you can do it so let me <laughs> like you need to post the rest of it I was like this is so random but okay (laughs) yeah and it's like people get connected with you as a person outside of just being an artist right your art is absolutely amazing but what are you doing on Friday night other than going live with me right (laughs) like like what does your actual life look like and what's cool about this is that pulls people into your journey And actually, it's your journey that attracts an audience more than whatever it is that you do. Um, So the the more that you can be an interesting character who is on a journey, the more people are going to want to to follow along. So true. Because, you know, and not to say that artists are a dime a dozen because we're all different. We all create different things. But we all can paint. And most of us can paint really well. And but everybody can paint, you know? And so a lot of people, a lot of times people buy art because of the person, you know? And so Instagram stories and video is a perfect way to let people know about who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about personal branding. So you're a video coach and that goes back into personal branding. Um, let's just talk. I want to know, I want to pick your brain about that. What's, what are some tips and all of that? Absolutely. So One of the things that so many people deal with, especially when it comes to video, is the feeling of imposter syndrome, right? Like, who am I? Who am I to to create videos about this or whatever, right? Yeah. 
And with it really like boils down to the root of personal branding and, and how to how you want to personally show up online. There's this this disconnect to a certain extent that a lot of people have. They'll they'll be thinking about how they want to show up online and they're constantly thinking about the future. They're thinking about who I want to be versus which I recommend starting your personal brand with looking at your past and saying, who have I been in the past? So if you look to, there's all these different patterns that have popped up throughout time, like throughout your life of things that you've been interested in. So let's say areas of study in elementary school, in middle school, in high school, like what you're doing today. What about like the thoughts and feelings that you were experiencing during those times as well? When you really like dig deep, you're going to start to recognize that there's these these things that pop up. So I'll give you an example so it's not abstract. For me personally, whenever I did this exercise and I kind of accidentally stumbled into it, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much about psychology in here. Totally different than video, right? Like, but like that, when you, when you start to like look at all the things that these things pop up, so psychology, fitness, um, like, Male, female differences is one that pops up all the time for me. And you, you start to kind of build your brand around these patterns. You can be rest assured that those patterns are going to continue into the future. And you can, you'll be able to grow into whatever else you want to do in the future and not feel like you're getting niched down into a specific thing that you'll eventually outgrow. Right. So like as an artist, you're an artist but what makes you unique outside of just being an artist? It's all of these things surrounding it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, it, it definitely does. So you're saying like your personal brand, it's, you know, like us being an artist, it, there's, that's the main thing, but it's not just art. It's usually all the different things. So for mine, whenever people think of me, I think they think lately they think of like clouds, like right behind me, I'm doing like a cloud series. And so that's partly art, but partly nature. And so a lot of like wildlife stuff. I'm a cat person. So cats, <laughs> a lot of people are, will send me cat memes. I get tagged in way too many of those on <laughs> Facebook to be proud of. <laughs> and um, that's hilarious. Okay. So like, say someone is trying to pick out these items in their personal brand, maybe it's best to ask someone or just like write it down? I really recommend doing like really reflecting upon like journaling almost. So the, the three areas that I recommend doing is areas of study. So like set a timer for five to 10 minutes, write down all the areas of study that you've really loved. What books have you read? What podcasts do you listen to? What courses have you taken? Um, and different things like that. And just start to kind of all throughout your life, right? Like not just right now. Um, and then do that same thing with your, uh, like thoughts and feelings, which seems really weird, but I'm all about like helping people become thought leaders using video. So it's like, if you're going to be a thought leader, if you're going to be like, have a personal brand, you got to share what's happening in here, you know? Mm Um, so like just do the work, just start (coughs) journaling and making it happen to kind of have them pop up. And I will be releasing a video about this soon. So if you want to follow along and have an exact step-by-step, then subscribe to my YouTube channel because that will be coming. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and quickly, what, what is your YouTube channel? Do you just, do you just Google Amanda Horvath? Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> Perfect.
Okay. Um, let's see. So I, what I'm scared of, so sometimes I like think about what my students are thinking to think about through this. And I think a couple of them might be a little confused on the video aspect with it. So are you saying, you're not saying really to create a video about each segments of your personal brand, right? It's just kind of, if you're an artist and little things come in every once in a while, right? Right. So the first step is to kind of recognize those patterns, right? And recognize that you're going to be basing it based on the past and not your future. That way you're not dealing with the imposter syndrome that comes up of, you know, you think you're going to be someone and then in, in a year you're not that person. And now there's a disconnect between who you, you're saying you are and who you actually are. So that's kind of like the foundational piece. It's just like the initial brainstorm. Then I highly recommend creating what I call an explainer statement. And this is like my explainer statement currently. I'm working on actually switching it up. It's like, I'm Amanda Horvath. I'm all about helping business owners and entrepreneurs leverage the power of video without breaking the bank or taking up tons of your time. So (laughs) (laughs) that's like 15 second pitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you take these, these concepts and you kind of put it together into that 15 second pitch that makes it really clear and you're going to use that in every single video that you record. Oh. Yeah. Specifically if you're doing like, not if you're doing IG stories, but let's say you're doing longer form videos like IGTV or maybe YouTube videos or Facebook live or Instagram live. Like every time you start, you might say, Hey, in today's video, we're going to be talking about blank, blank, blank. By the way, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Amanda Horvath. And you say that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And then right after that, you add a call to action. That's like, if you are looking to make money with your art, be sure to follow me for more videos like this one or something like that. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so whenever people are thinking of topics for video, because a lot of people they're say you're just getting into video and you're not even really comfortable with it yet. And you're like, well, what do I make a video of you? Like you, you guys, you guys have talked me into it. I need to show up on camera. What do I make a video of? Do you think, let's see, are there certain subjects that, or certain, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like you, you kind of make a video like a movie, right? Like a, a beginning, middle and end. Do you, whenever you're doing it, do you make them informative or entertaining or are they kind of all of the above or what, what is your goal whenever you're making a video and what should someone's goal be who wants to make a video maybe about their art? Totally. What's up, Luke or Luke Lee, Luke Laser, Luke Loser. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're acknowledging you. We see your comments. Um, so fantastic questions, the topics. So real quick, I want to plug, um, I have a, a three-part video series. It's called the Quick Start Guided Video, and it teaches you the first five video topics that you should uh, create, like where you should start. It helps you write that explainer statement that I just described to you, and then also gives you the template for how to what you should be saying in your videos, how to structure it. So you can just find that at amandahorvath.com for anyone that's interested, but I'll also walk through like the thought process with um, finding your topics. So I personally recommend, and and I'm sure you would, I'd be curious to hear how you feel about this too. The more value that you can give away, the more people are going to be attracted to you. So if you focus on education above all, 
then people will start to view you as the expert within your craft and they they'll start to learn from you which is providing them with value right like they're actually getting something from you because let's be real no one cares about who you and i are they just want to know like what to do, right? Yeah, how, at, at how we first. can benefit their life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, initially, right? And then and then they'll care about that like personal piece, right? Cake baking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cake baking, <laughs> whatever you're eating Friday night. Yeah, whatever, all of it. You are going to start with uh providing value first and foremost. Don't try to be fancy. Don't try to think that you have to be super creative and like out there with your videos. A uh, quick side note, like I used to run a video marketing company, right? So I know how to create really high quality. I was all about documentary style videos, but that's not sustainable. So you need to have something that is sustainable so that you can consistently create. So don't worry about having to be super, super creative. Just focus on providing value, keeping it really simple and yeah, and just like so that it is actually sustainable. So in terms of topics, I would say like, so let's say you're an artist. Let's give an example of someone that, why doesn't someone on here, like what do you guys do? Tell us and we can talk to you about like specific, specific takeaways for your brand because it gets kind of, it gets specific. Or if you know of anyone, we can kind of walk through an example. Okay, for, for like an artist to like, to make a video about? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, we, well, real quick though, we had somebody ask a question here. Um, they asked what length of time should we start out with or should you focus on with a video? I know that like we have Instagram reels and TikTok is super short and, or there's an IGTV or there YouTube that's even longer. What do you suggest someone just starting out? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. It depends on the platform, right? Like you're killing it over there with your reels. Like (laughs) you're doing amazing. I love it. Thanks. Those um, kids have been doing video for a very long time. <laughs> they, they started out very long. I remember one tutorial, one, one like time lapse would be like two minutes. I remember it was my dad a long time ago was like, maybe you should shorten that. I'm like, dad, no, everybody wants to see every stroke. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> so they're like 15 seconds. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great tip right there. Like you just answered your question, right? <laughs> so it depends on the type of content that you're providing and on what platform it is that you are creating videos for. So obviously for YouTube, actually the number one metric is watch time. So you want to have longer videos for YouTube, but for IG reels, they're going to want to be a lot shorter. Um, so it, it very much de- relies on the platform and knowing what converts best for that platform. So you have to think about the psychology. Where is someone seeing this video? Are they scrolling through the feed and they, they're just trying to get that next dopamine hit, you know, like, and they just want that quick 15 second um, like time lapse or are they they're searching for something on YouTube and they want to deep dive with you about how to grow a business, how to grow an art business, right? That's a whole different type of type of video that takes shorter or longer. So the answer is it depends. Okay. Um, I think the, the same person who asked the question um, also is clarifying. They're like, so say you're on Instagram and you're, you're live like this. And so say somebody goes live on Instagram like this. What, um, what amount of time do you think they should focus on? Okay. So the question that I would ask is, are you just doing it to go live? Or do you plan to take that video and put it on IGTV? Right? I think that that matters. 
a lot of people when they go live, they might start talking to the audience a ton. Well, that's going to be really irrelevant if you put it on IGTV later, if you're waiting for people to hit you back and the messages and whatnot. Like the way we're doing it is great because we're talking to people, it'll still be relevant after the fact too. Um, but that's the first thing. So if you are planning to take that video and put it to IGTV and you want people to actually watch it and get the full value out of it, and it's just you talking, not like an interview like this one, then I would say like 10 minutes or less, right? I would say for IGTV kind of videos. For a live, especially if you're just going live just to go live and you're not planning to repost it, hang out. Like, let's do this thing. There's no matter, like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, just, just like, as long as you're comfortable. When I first started going live, I would never have a script. I wouldn't have anything planned. And I would just go live and I'd be hanging out. I'd be walking around, talking to whoever I was with or whatever. And people would watch it. And people tune in at different stages of your live, too. So they're not always coming in at the beginning, so I think for that, it varies a lot. Okay. I love that. I remember, just a quick story, I remember the first time I went live inside of the group that I just started, right when we started um, DCA, they're like, you should, you know, get an audience and all that. I was like, I was like okay, I just started like an Artist Academy group on Facebook. And I, the first time I ever went live, I was like, I've got to do it, I've got to do it. I researched, or I rehearsed what I was going to say all day long. It was like a 15 minute thing, just like letting people know why they were in the group and like what we were going to do. And then it came down to the time to do it. And I was sweating bullets and I went on and I had done it so many times in my head that I was forgetting what I had, what I had actually said on camera and what I actually, when I hadn't said yet. And so I don't, it went oh, wow. fine. I didn't die, but yeah, um, the first time I was just like, okay, so we're going to do this and this. And I'm like, did I say that? Oh, shoot. <laughs> so I could totally see that. <laughs> yeah. And now it's no big deal. I'll just pop it on and be like, okay, guys, we're live. Let's talk about something. Um, but yeah. And you mentioned that practice is, is the main thing with it. And you know, I, I hate telling people that too, because I, that's something I don't want to hear. I'm like, yeah, I get it. If I do it too many times, I'll like, I'll get better at it. What's the secret? Like, what's the secret thing to make me better quicker? But yeah, it's just, it is practice, sadly. <laughs> It is. It's, it's those building those neural pathways to know that you can mess up and you can recover it and it's not a big deal. Like, clearly we've been at it this for a long time to where it's like if we lose our train of thought, who cares? Just go with it. It doesn't matter, you know? Like, people don't yeah. really care. Yeah, and it makes you even slightly more relatable. I remember one person, she joined my membership group because she saw me on Instagram Live and on my stories being like, I am so nervous. I'm about to go live. Everybody go watch it, but I'm so nervous. And she, she was like, yeah, you just you seem like just like me. So I joined your membership. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just... That's the, like, the people person part of it, you know? Like people just want to connect with others and be real and not perfect. Yeah, for sure. We have oil painting and art retreats and then music. Talk about music in my channel. Okay, so let's say oil painting and art retreats. I can answer for most of my students. So Perfect. Most of people, so like me and you, I'm, we're into like educating people and like making people's life easier and better in business. And so I sometimes have to like train my mind to think as a student more so because they're on here to sell art. 
like they're 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 oil painting and they're so they they'll do time lapses and they'll do lives showing people what they're doing but their ultimate goal is to sell art um so i'm trying to think of perfect yeah okay cool so your goal is to sell art and so with video you're trying to reach new audiences in terms of like I would say how to like there's still there's still ways though to 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 incorporate that education piece so like decorating your home how to decorate your home with art right that's a big block that people have in terms of like like why would I buy a print what's the difference between a print versus a like an original an, an original right and and things like that there's these you have to put yourself in the customer's shoes who is going to be buying this and what hesitations do they have to buying so if you can break down those hesitations in the form of a video like let's think about someone sees your amazing art on instagram right they click on your website to go check out like how much they cost and they see an exorbitant price because you're freaking badass at what you do and you're killing it, right? And then they're like, ooh, I don't know if I can afford that or something. If you could break down those hesitations for that person, right? Like, what is the value of investing in art? Does it gain value over time? Like, how, how, why is it more expensive? Oh, it's because it's printed on canvas and it's framed. So say someone's trying to sell oil paintings on their website and they want to incorporate testimonials in that. Um, would it yes. be enough to be just have like, like captions on the screen of people or does it need to be people talking or? So say that one more time. So they're, they're doing, Say, say, sorry, one more time. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, so say like you're an oil painter and you're trying to get someone to buy oil paintings from your website and it is quite a bit higher priced. And so they're like, oh, I don't know about this. So making, let's talk, let's talk about making videos for that because that was really great. That just talking about from the person's perspective of maybe make, maybe make a full video about how art never loses its value and it actually only goes up in value. So you're making an investment and... Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. Like even just understanding. So my sister earlier this year bought her first piece of art and still to this day, she's like, I'm not going to tell you how much it costs. Like, <laughs> right. She's like, it was, it was uncomfortable. Like I thought, you know, like whatever I made the investment. And so she had to have that conversation in the DMS with the person, right? Like, why is it more expensive? Right? Like, what is it? So those questions that people are asking you because they don't understand the industry, those are the kind of videos that are extremely valuable because then they don't have to, um, you, you don't have to then take up your time to personally be doing that, uh, with people in your DMS. They, you can, if they do ask a question, you can send them a video that educates them fully on it. So it's like, I think so many people get caught up. It's kind of like what we were saying before is like, you're trying to be super creative with your videos. When in reality, if you're genuinely trying to make a sale, all you need to be doing is cutting down those hesitations, cutting down the hesitations and getting people one step closer to buying. So like, why is an oil painting better than 
some sort of alternative piece, right? Like, like oil painting versus, yeah, go for it. What is it? Or even like an oil painting, an original oil painting versus a print. I remember one of the very first ever videos I did, which I'm going to redo now this year since it's been about two years since I'm using the same video. It's I just like explained what a, an original is and what a print is because there's so many people who don't know the difference. And as artists and a lot of people listening, I'm sure we don't even think that people don't know that. We're just like, oh yeah, like an original is an original and a print is a copy. Um, maybe even making videos describing what, what prints you have to offer and maybe how you get them made. Are they made locally? Are they hand signed? Are they, um, and another video idea that I'm just kind of thinking out, um, every year around the holidays, we do like an unboxing video. Like say I ship my prints to someone, I wrap it up like I'm shipping it to someone, but I'm actually just setting it on my doorstep and I'm like, Hey guys, just got this print in today. This is what it'll look like. And I literally unbox it so people can see the experience because that's another thing um, that you just don't really think of. You know, you, you spend so much time wrapping a nice bow on it <laughs> and sending it out and they don't even know what they're getting until they get it. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, like you said, is it hand, is it hand signed? Is it hand, what all of those things, your people are once again, buying into the journey of the art. What is, what's the vision behind the art? Like, why is this so special to you personally, mm -hmm. right? Well, then when they look at it on their wall, they're seeing something totally different than just what the eye sees. They're seeing that internal artistic piece. So let's say like on your website, there's a piece of art for sale. Have a video next to it that describes it. That's great. Yes. <laughs> that, that, and that would be, it seems like in my head, I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. And then I'm like, am I actually going to do this? Because it's, it seems like a lot of work to maybe make a video per painting or whatnot. Or iPhone, maybe. baby. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love this. Cause like, look how perfect your lighting is. Right. And I'm like the video person <laughs> whose lighting is not amazing right now. Um, because no, you know what? It's, it's... Window right <laughs> <laughs> well, but like, so the whole point is, it doesn't matter, people, right? We're walking around. We're having fun. I'm going to bring a light over here <laughs> so that my light looks a little bit better. But um, the whole point is, like, I love iPhone video. I can shoot super high professional quality video. And a lot of times I shoot with my iPhone because it's easier to do. And if it's easier to do, you're more likely to do it. So don't overthink it. If, if it's just sharing the story of what it is that that art piece is about, pop on, you know, record it with like Instagram stories if you want and download that story and upload it so you don't have to edit it. Oh, I right? love that. You know, and a video could be the difference. A video like this, especially with a, with a high priced, <laughs> a video like this with a high priced item, like say somebody has like a $2,000 original on their website and it's just not selling. I think, I really truly think that putting a video up there could be the difference in someone buying it or not, you know, because just yes. getting, getting that story behind it or, or even, I mean, if so, I'm really big into doing time lapses. Like a lot of artists, I'm like, if you do, if you don't do any video at all, just do a time lapse, just set up your video. And then it just, people love to see it happening. 
upload what I just recently did. I didn't, I had no idea that I could upload video into my Shopify, like, and mm. just, like a, just like a photo. I uploaded a time lapse that I just did recently into it. And I was like, everybody should do this. <laughs> so yeah. Another, another tip maybe for anybody, like just try uploading just your, your, your time lapse of you creating it because that, that it just gives it a more personal element. Anytime someone watches a video, they're 64% more likely to buy. Oh, okay. I love these stats. <laughs> so yeah, it, it will definitely increase your, <laughs> your sales for sure. And I, I think also like on the homepage of your website, right? Like who are you, right? Like what is it and what do you do? Like who do you target um, in terms of your art? Like who are your typical clients and customers, right? It's, it's starting to understand your vision, like what you're trying to, your art is trying to make someone happier every time they walk by it, right? Or someone else's might be like really bringing nature into the home, right? Like by having the, the pieces, every single person has like a different reason for creating art. So the more that you can educate people on why you are unique, the more you're going to be able to convert. Yeah. And even back on the, I love how you mentioned, because you're an you're a possible art buyer, you know, you're not quite like a painter. So you have that, like, that looking into it um, vision of when you mentioned how, like, different kinds of art go into different kinds of homes. So, like, how can you decorate your home? And maybe what would be a video? I'm trying to think of what it would be a video to maybe get a conversation like that started because I thought about maybe putting out like a quiz or something where art buyers could take and be like, what is your art style or what art style goes with your home or something like that. I'm trying to think of like a video that that's somebody... so good. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like even size prints, right. Understanding like where would you use different size prints in your home? Like, like there's, I love though, the different kind of art, how to decorate, like if you're doing a quiz version of it, you could totally take it and, and make it the five types of art collectors that, you know, or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which, which are you? You could be like the newbie or the, the, the experienced one or the, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Like the, the on a budget, yeah, the, the, oh, yeah, the unframed version versus like the super high class Upper East Side kind of look, like, like <laughs> you know, whatever. It's so funny because I sell more higher end stuff, like hundreds to thousands, but I am an art on a budget collector. Like if something, if somebody shows me a print for twenty bucks and I like it, I'm like, yep, that's mine. <laughs> I think for um, for Rayanne who has the retreat, if you did like a promo video, just like you're suggesting. I think it would do really well because we actually just signed up for these like cooking classes based on this video that we saw online and it, it had like maybe 2000 views locally and we, we signed up for this cooking class and then we brought them over and they, they mentioned that they had just started out and by the time we looked at their video again it had like 10,000 views and he's like we, we, we had so many people sign up because of the video. Video is what does it. Yeah and it's it's not just any video it's like thinking strategically. So like a quick framework for whether you're doing a website video or you're doing a retreat video or something like that's what I call an explainer video is you start with the problem. Like what is the problem that people face? Like 
Most people, they're creating inside, in their homes, they're burned out, it's Friday night or whatever, they're, they're lacking creativity. But if you can, what if you could get outside in nature and really tap into that creation and start creating? Well, we've put together a retreat that is making this thing happen, you know, whatever. And then, so it's problem, solution, and you are the solution to that problem. Then you have three to five key points about it. So amazing lodging, top quality lodging, right? Um, oil paintings covered or, you know, like your materials covered. You don't have to travel with them. Like whatever it is that they're, they need to know in order to make that decision to buy, plug those in there. And then you wrap with a call to action. So what are you waiting for? Come join us on this next Alaska trip and we can't wait to see you or something like that, right? Um, it's a similar thing. Perfect. Yeah. So R- write all of that down, Rayanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that has me thinking about a video to do with the ad that we had these mural meetups where we meet up and paint a mural. <laughs> and so I'm like, man, I'm definitely doing a video for this next one. A hundred percent. Those are so cool. The way that you, I've seen your work with those, like the videos with that. Um, so a hundred percent, like even with murals, right? Like you have a certain audience why is someone who is that customer that's going to pay you to come out and do a mural if you start thinking about them and start breaking down the hesitations that they have about that that's going to increase the level the more the amount of people coming in to want to to get a mural so true okay so let's just work this through really quick so i paint murals for businesses and a lot of my students do as well mostly because i'm i just talk up businesses businesses um, they, they know the price of doing business, they'll pay more, and they're just really easy to work with, I think. And so I'm always like, paint for businesses, paint for businesses. And so maybe making a video about that would be just kind of maybe doing a voiceover and showing all the different businesses and just saying, you know, we come in um, at the business convenience, uh, very... I don't know. So a lot of people um, will hire you because you are reliable. So maybe just say reliable, quick, um, we have a team that might come in say say you could hire another artist um, we get it done in a professional manner because professional is a word that businesses like to use so so yeah yeah like okay so tell me what was the last mural that you did <laughs> I don't remember I've been on vacation for three weeks <laughs> oh that's amazing right yeah I forgot that that <laughs> yeah. was the case um I don't know I did one harsh for well we did uh, it's actually probably the the mural meetup was one, maybe one of the last ones i don't know <laughs> okay so let's say like um so like give me an example how about this of of a business that you've done a mural for in the past just so i understand a little bit more about the customer okay so actually i'm about to do a mural for an engineering company um they just built a new office here in town and they want a big mural basically just showing all the different things that their business does. Okay, cool. So what is, do you know what you're going to pay? Okay. So, okay. Mm -hmm. This, the question that I just asked, do you know what you're going to paint? Right? So that's a question in the customer's mind. Do I have to know what she's going to paint before I hire her? Um, so that's good. Answer that question for us. So we understand. Okay. Yeah. So maybe include something about how, um, whenever I meet with the client, uh, usually they have an idea of what they want and we work together to create their full vision in a sketch before we start. Cool. And how long does that process take? 
Um, usually we sit down and have a meeting about it and I give them a sketch and they give me some revisions and then I give them a sketch back and that's usually about it. Usually it takes about a week to get that sorted out and usually there's a deposit to hold the date and before we start sketching and then you pay 50% up front and then 50% after it's done and you love it. Okay. Uh, awesome. Just including all of that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for, if, I'll like break it down for you. I'll ask you a ton of questions and then I'll be like, okay, here, here's your script or whatever. Okay. <laughs> so the, what is the reason that they typically hire you? Do they just um, have like a blank boring wall that they don't know how to decorate or like, what is the typically? Kinda, yeah. Basically they'll, they want something custom so that they don't want to go out and, just to get something, get like a painting from Hobby Lobby or whatnot. They want, they want something specific in their mind. So something custom that usually, you know, shows or shows what the business does and, or just decorates. Cool. So it's like, in some ways they're, they're trying to probably appeal to a certain demographic of uh, culture, right? Like they're trying to like show that they have a really amazing culture at their business. Right. In a way, like I'm thinking about like companies that would be really millennial based employees to a certain extent. Is that typically like how Um, it kind of depends, but usually it's very much it fits their branding. So they're basically they want to take their branding and keep the same kind of colors, but create something a little bit different. And usually eye catching and something actually a lot lately, what people hire me for is photo op art, something that whenever customers come in and see it or they see it on the outside of their wall, they'll take a photo of it and post it on online and it'll be uh, advertisement for them on Facebook or Instagram. That's actually oh, the main smart. thing. Okay, cool. So that's like even another, another opportunity, like a way for people to spread awareness about the business. It's like a opportunity for them to spread it. Okay. So yeah, I think it's like, it's thinking about why would someone do this? Like, what is the reason, like, do you, are you looking to create a custom mural on your, you know, do you have an, a, a blank wall in your office building that could use some custom art or something like that? Yeah. Um, I offer a package where I come in and we... Um, you know, you could call it like whatever your packet, you probably have a name for it on your site, like mural, mural, whatever, mural, mural paintings, <laughs> yeah. um, for businesses. So the way that this works is one, we're going to set up a meeting blank and you describe the process of what you just described to me. So that way they, it's t- removing all these questions from their mind of, yeah, this seems like a great idea, but like, uh, I don't know. How am I going to like what we don't really know what we want yet. So like, we're not really clear about that. We don't really have the vision for it. We need someone to walk us through that vision. So you're, you're telling them like, I will walk you through the vision. We'll make this thing happen. You're removing any of those obstacles. And then you end with a call to action, which might be like, book a call with me. Let's, let's just have a conversation. No pressure, book a no pressure call with me. And I can't wait to chat with you or something. So just like a simple one minute video in a way that kind of describes the overall process while seeing all the different murals that you've done. 
Yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to tag you in it for inspiration, for sure. Thank you. I'll see yeah, down. This is so great. And you know, it's so basic and it takes someone coming in and being like, hey, you know, I have no idea how your business works because we always think, oh, duh, you know, you send me a photo of your wall and then we do this. But yeah, I love this. I love all of this. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to tag you and then I'm going to force all my students to do this as well because I really <laughs> think that it will help with with bringing in business because the people, the same people ask the same questions. They're like, Hey, I have an idea or, Hey, I have no idea what I want. How do I do this? And so just, yeah, exactly. Like you said, um, yeah, exactly. it, I, it's going to kick us off in about four minutes, I think. Cool. So what, let's wrap it. Yeah. We've, we've done a ton on this. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and saying all of this stuff about video and really just helping like working through with it to clarify what artists need to do from an outside perspective. I think it really is going to help a lot of people. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, I so appreciate you having me on. So much fun. Love talking to artist communities. It's definitely different than I typically do. So I love it. <laughs> and if someone wanted to reach out or basically get your YouTube video, it's Amanda Horvath on Amanda YouTube. Horvath and AH Visions over here on Instagram. Um, I highly recommend like that quick start guide to video because it, it will still be relevant to artists. So that's just at amandahorvath.com. It, it's totally free. Awesome. We have a lot of people coming in and saying, thank you so much. This was so interesting. So yeah, thank you again. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for everyone for sticking through the technical difficulties as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, <laughs> this will air on Tuesday and I'll send you all the links for everything. And yeah, we are good to go. Thank you again. Have a great date night. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, bye. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week. <laughs>